This is BookCareers.com Live, the podcast about careers in book publishing for people who are looking for a job, building a career or who want to do their current job better. I'm your host, Suzanne Collier, the founder of BookCareers.com and it's my job to solve career problems relating to the book world. If you're looking for a job in book publishing, do check out the bookcareers.com website for all our services. There is bound to be something to help you through your current situation. We have a newcomers job club, a professionals coaching group, offer help with CVs, covering letters, applications and interviews, run a one day how to job search in book publishing course, as well as support people through redundancy or even wanting to career change out of book publishing. Visit bookcareers.com or book into our careers clinic via the website or my email as always is Suzanne at bookcareers.com. Hello and welcome to episode 204 of Book Careers Live and we are back. I'm recording this episode surrounded by boxes as the house move is finally imminent. The packers packed 24 boxes of books and are just about halfway. Hopefully the next time you hear from me I will be moved and settled. In the meantime, the week of the 6th of February, when this episode is broadcast, is the start of National Apprenticeship Week. In the last few years, we've seen the introduction of publishing apprentices, coordinated by LDN Apprentices. We're adding a few videos to our YouTube channel this week from former apprentices, but in the meantime, today, we're speaking to two colleagues from LDN Apprentices about the Publishing Apprenticeship Scheme. So here I am today with Celia Kingston, the Corporate Partnerships Manager of London Apprenticeships, and also Lauren Osborne, the Lead Talent Executive of London Apprenticeships. Hello, Celia and Lauren. Hello. So... Let's start right at the beginning. Could you tell our listeners, what is an apprenticeship? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll take that question. So um, essentially, it's a chance to work and learn at the same time. So you'll gain a qualification whilst you're working and you're allowed then to put those learnt practices into your workplace. There's a time commitment of about six hours a week, uh, but it's very much what we call blended learning. So you'll learn as you earn essentially and you're able to complete all your modules whilst you're working and apply them into your job and we're looking at knowledge skills and behaviors because they're exactly what we assess on an apprenticeship so like it's having a job but with time off for study yes it is we don't necessarily want you to think of it as something separate that you do though because it's very much As I say, those six hours allow you to put in the first week, say, of any job where you're learning new things, you're allowed then to sort of enter all of that information into your learner journal and that counts towards your apprenticeship. So if you've sat in on an editorial meeting, you can enter that in your learner journal and that shows that you've actually learned something new because you've not done that before. Okay, that's fascinating because all of us, even, you know, somebody like me, we learn something new every week. 
So yeah. it doesn't make it like it's an apprenticeship, I'm guessing, is for somebody who's really not studious, who's really not necessarily got academic qualifications in, or good at sitting exams. Could you tell us, please, who can apply for an apprenticeship? So um, anyone over the age of 16 um, can apply. Uh, there isn't an upper age limit. Um, there, If you're a graduate, you can apply. I know we get a lot of graduates who think that they can't, um, unless you already have a publishing degree or a pub anything above a, um, a undergraduate degree. Um, so a publishing master's, for example, you aren't eligible, unfortunately, because you're not going to learn anything. Um, so having some prior knowledge as well. So if you have worked in a publishing house before um, or you've got a lot of work experience and maybe 12 months, even if it's unpaid, um, that may reduce your chances of being eligible for the apprenticeship. Because, again, there might not be a lot of knowledge that you would learn in the apprenticeship. Um, having English and maths GCSEs, C or above, um, is beneficial um, or having functional skills level two. Um, in English and maths would also be beneficial, but you don't have to have them. You can sit functional skills throughout your apprenticeship, um, but we do prioritise people who are in need of an apprenticeship. So those from the poorer London boroughs or anyone who's on any state benefits, um, and they will need to be within a one hour's commute to the office unless it's a remote role. That, that's really good to hear. So this is perfect for somebody who might be interested in publishing, but doesn't know where to start and has no knowledge of the industry, and perhaps isn't what we might call a typical publishing candidate. Mm. That, yes, that, exactly. I, I, lo I love apprenticeships. I love <laughs> apprenticeships. So tell us more, please, about the publishing apprenticeship and how that works. Yes, sure. Uh, so that is um, it's designed uh, to give you a, an understanding of the breadth of the publishing industry. Um, and we break it down into five different modules, which you'll learn over 12 months. And that is um, getting to know the industry. Uh, that's the start. Then we go into editorial design and production, uh, digital publishing, publishing rights and the law and sales and marketing. Um, once you've got all those modules learnt and completed, you'll then be doing a, a, a project. So you'll you'll need to go into Gateway, what we call Gateway, and that's when you'll be doing your endpoint assessment, and that is assessed by an independent company called AIM. And we allow about three months for that to happen. Now, the big question is how much do apprentices, apprentices get paid? So there isn't... we don't set the salary it would be the employer who sets the salary but they usually they will start probably from like 16 grand um upwards um we have dk at the moment who are paying 21,947 or 749 um it's a very random number um we do get uh, they're fairly well paid the publishing apprenticeships but yeah they do start from about 16 okay so in the in a way, this could be an excellent way into the industry for people who can't afford to do a publishing master's. Yes, absolutely. So instead of getting themselves into debt doing a publishing master's, that they consider, you know, particularly people from underprivileged backgrounds or diverse backgrounds, that they consider doing an apprenticeship instead. Yeah, absolutely. Not in any way to knock what benefits a publishing master's gives you, 
but this is a, a real training on the job. Yeah, absolutely. It's really yeah, important for, for us. Yeah. yeah, It's super important for us at LDN um, that candidates, or sorry, apprentices um, don't, you know, get into debt doing it because that's not the point of an apprenticeship. Um, you are learning, working and earning at the same time. And we do ask them to complete a budget uh, when they are onboarded into the apprenticeship as well to make sure that they are going to be um, comfortable during the apprenticeship. Okay. I mean, it's also an excellent opportunity for somebody who's thinking, well, do I have to do work experience or an internship to look towards an apprenticeship instead? So what happens at the end of the apprenticeship? Do people get employed in the industry? Yeah, we're we're really proud of this statistic. Actually, it's a hundred percent progression, positive progression for our apprentices, which is uh, which is great for apprenticeships. Um, our skills coaches start talking to our apprentices at about the nine month stage to talk about them about next steps, to talk about what's going to happen. They either stay in the job that they're in, which is obviously that's that's a nice thing to happen, and it will depend on the employer. Um, or they're in, encouraged to um, apply for jobs internally with the same employer. Or they'll go on to do jobs elsewhere. So, um, for instance, we had someone at Bloomsbury. Uh, she got towards the end and she, with Bloomsbury, they do, you know, a, a sort of amount of time in an apprenticeship for 15 months. And then they take on another lot of apprentices. Uh, so she got a job at a company called Angry Robots, you know, a really nice, interesting company. It was really quirky. Um, so she was able to go on and apply all that knowledge that she'd learned on the apprenticeship at a great big publishing house. To a to a much smaller, quite niche um, publisher, so that was great. Fantastic. And what publishers are currently offering apprenticeships, and how does how does somebody listening to this apply? Um, so currently, um, the live opportunities that we have are with um, DK Publishing. So Dorling Kindersley, um, Elsevier are coming up. We will have Bloomsbury um, again in between April and June, um, they do offer a cohort regularly. We have two a year um, to apply. Please go to our website, uh, ldnapprenticeships.com, um, or you can just type it in on Google and I'm sure they will come up. Um, and just do a good application, have a detailed application, show your passion for getting into the industry. Um, we, I, we get a lot of people that say, I love reading and writing, that's great. But what we're looking for is that passion, that narrative. Why is publishing the right industry for you? Um, we don't ask for CVs. We much believe in applications and that we get more of a view of a person from an application rather than a CV. Um, so yeah, that's how you can apply. That's a really great tip for somebody who is applying for an apprenticeship is it's not just, yes, I want to work with books. I love reading. It's about how can you tie yourself to publishing as a career not yeah. just a stopgap apprenticeship, but how can you tie yourself to publishing as a career? And if it's for a particular publisher you're applying to to do the apprenticeship, how do you feel connected to that publisher? What books have you read from them? What interests you about them? Just have a quick look at their marketing and their Twitter or social media and they on tiktok see yeah. what else they're doing and see if you can incorporate that into your yes. application yes. and do you have anything else that you want to say that i haven't asked you that you'd like to add 
the only other thing I was going to say is uh, with your application is always give examples. Uh, that's really helpful. And don't hide your light under a bushel. You know, if you're working in a, in a Tesco's or you know, any other supermarket, don't, don't not tell us. They, they, those skills that you're learning, those customer-facing skills are really good. If you're working in a coffee shop, you're talking to people. Any of those kind of skills, they're really useful. And actually, we, we really like them, don't we, Lauren? You know, they're, they're useful. They give us a good um, understanding of what that individual's like. Yeah, it's not it's not about the your past work experience as such. It's a transferable skills that you have that you can bring over. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, regular listeners will know that I always endorse talking about your transferable skills from what you're doing, whether it's working in Asda, in yeah. Costa, whether all you've been doing is working as a care worker or even if you've been one of those people out on a scooter delivering pizzas, all of those things give you transferable skills. They give you customer service skills. They give you organizational or planning skills, but also they give you evidence that you are a consistent and regular employee. And yes. very often when companies recruit, they might, look at an attendance record of an employee above most other skills yeah 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 absolutely well thank you so much for your time if you want to know more you can go to the london apprenticeships website and all yeah. the links will be in the blog post that accompanies this episode thank you so much celia and lauren thank you thank you now it is your opportunity to join in the live discussion. You can find us across social media using the hashtag BookCareers or on Twitter at BookCareers or me personally, Suzanne Collier. Or visit our own platform at bookcareers.com slash live. Thank you for listening. May you all be doing a job you love and being paid the salary that you so richly deserve. Bye.